Yes, yes, y'all back at it for another episode of the First Fridays podcast with me, your girl, Ali Dunn, the goddess MC. And today I have a very special rebroadcast that I want to share with you in case you missed the interview where Paul Charles Cop spoke with me about women in business and we talk about the word we talk about all kinds of things with dragonfly productions and dbs broadcasting so i hope you enjoy it check it out themselves 
It's so important. I mean, I've met several women who, and I'm not here to judge anyone, you know, but I just want to say there are some women that tell me about how they're waiting for someone else to come along to help them accomplish a big goal or a dream of theirs. And first and foremost, that's a mistake to rely on anyone to accomplish a goal. I met a young woman who once she told me about her dreams, her vision. I mean, she lit up. She was talking to me about how important it was for her to have her own shopping center. And she had it laid out. She had the vision. She told me that her plan was to wait for a man who mm-hmm. would give her the money for it. Wow. So so you could wait forever there and or? Wait, wait forever. And, you know... That's a big mistake, obviously. Now, I'm not going to knock any of the women who are able to get the money from someone. I mean, I'm always right. impressed by that. you know. Right. However, it's been years since she told me that, and she's still waiting. And that's what happens. you know. We cannot put our faith in man. I mean, that's just exactly what the scripture tells us. I mean, Rick Warren, he writes in uh, The Purpose Driven Life that even on our best day, we can let mm-hmm. somebody down. Right. Let me ask you, you, you mentioned a little bit about spirituality just then. Um, and I know your background, and you can go into this as, as, as broad as you wish. Uh, you have an extremely religious background, extremely spiritual. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I grew up in the church. You know, my mom, she was taking me and my brother to church when we were kids. It seemed like every, every week twice a week and when I grew up I mean I I didn't depart from that it was something that was really natural to me and so I definitely have a very spiritual foundation a pretty religious foundation I don't like to get too into religion because sometimes sometimes it's it's traditions it's man-made traditions that a lot of us are doing um, that we're kind of making up uh, essentially but there are a lot of there's a lot of good things that women can find strength in their spirituality I mean there's just so much good knowledge and wisdom I want to say specifically in the Bible I mean I was doing a Bible study on my website thegodcollection.com it's one of the top websites among all all professions in the field um, of life coaching and psychology and it's because visitors are coming to the website to read a comprehensive Bible study and it really connects with people Um, a few weeks ago I was talking about um, just having wisdom and it's so interesting that there's a scripture in the Bible that talks about how there are men who prey on feeble women mm. or, or simple women to move in with them and okay. deceive them and basically live in their house for free. Uh, it's so interesting. You know, there's a lot of rock and roll songs about that. You know that, right? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> it's true. It's true. If we get Laura Cobb on... Hey, Laura, I, I, I'm going to uh, refer out here, but I want to go through one more question with you. Uh, how could, And this is important, and I'm going to let Laura jump in on both of these questions, okay, uh, if we can get her in. We do have some comments coming in, but one other thing, if you could put it in, in one sentence, how can you... How can women find that strength in spirituality? Put that into one sentence for me so we can kind of encapsulate that out, Leah. I, I know I'm putting you a little on the spot there, but um, in one sentence, where do you find the strength there? I have to say, there's so much wisdom and discernment in, in your intuition. There you go. Okay. And when we tap into our spirituality, we can't really connect with that, and it's so important not to ignore it. Okay. So it's, it's, it's the gut. It's what you feel. It's what you feel is right in your soul. Um, I get this question a lot as being a life coach, and then I'm going to go on. Comments are coming in wild and wickedly. So we're, uh, I'm going to post a few of that. Hey, guys, uh, be patient with us. This is a new show, new format for us. Thank God. All right, here we go. This is a good one here for us that I get asked a lot. Mm. How could somebody discover their purpose? First, define purpose for us. How's that? Well, well, a purpose is something that typically is 
what we would call a spark. You know, you might have seen this in the movie Soul that aired on Disney+. Plus. Oh, I didn't see that yet. Oh, it's such a great movie because this is what it's all about, finding your purpose, your passion, your spark. What is it that drives you? What is it that moves you? It's so great that uh, I attended a seminar with Pastor Hosea Collins um, out of California, and he had a conference about discovering your purpose. And there are some simple tasks or questions that you can ask yourself to discover your purpose. So for one, the question is, what do you love to do? Mm. If you write down a list of the things that you like to do, however many things, whether it's five things, ten things, challenge yourself to write down a list of the things that you like to do. Out of that list, ask yourself, ask yourself, is it something that you would do for free? If you didn't get paid for this, would you still do it? Interesting. Also, ask yourself, what is it out of that list that you do naturally that comes so easy to you, it's like air. It's like breathing. By the way, before I do that as well, those of you that are on with us all over from Brazil, wow, we're worldwide and it's a beautiful thing. <laughs> those of you that have questions, Bom not dia. where you are, but questions for uh, Laura who's coming on and questions for Leah. Uh, not me, I'm just, as I told Leah, I'm just steering the ship. So uh, let me see whether we get Laura. And if you guys have questions out there or comments, please, please let us know. Let's see whether we get Laura out here. Um, What's up? Whoa! Good morning, Laura. I can't get over that song. I'm still jamming. I, I tell you. It's beautiful. I like to introduce Laura Cobb to you, PhD. Uh, extremely uh, talented person. Uh, we've known each other since, oh, some questions might be coming in since Selfie Friday. Uh, and she has been, uh, actually, she's been a mentor to me as well. And I know she doesn't know that, but uh, she has been. Let's talk about this question, Laura and Aaliyah. I'm going to let uh, Aaliyah go on first on, on, on this question. Uh, how can we encourage, once we have that purpose and we know where we're going, it's a stopgap sometimes. How do we take that action? Please define respect in the accountability. And something you told me a story about contract making. Tell me a little bit about that. Go ahead, Leah. Okay, so the first thing someone can do to take action, if they're procrastinating, for example, there are certain things that maybe we don't know how to do. And that's one of the major reasons someone may procrastinate. So it's important to tackle the things that you know how to do first and foremost. Okay. That's how you can get started. Now, when it comes to respecting the accountability, now we talked about this. So it's so important to have an accountability partner. So whether that's one person or several people, you can have an accountability partner by simply telling them what your plans are. Mm-hmm. Tell someone what you want to do, what your goal is. And I'm talking about supportive people. We can't just talk to anybody about what we want to do because not everyone wants to see us win. Uh-huh. And some people will try you to are, us. Well, Stop there. That is probably one of the strongest statements I've heard since the beginning of the program. Repeat what you just said. Not everyone wants to see you win. Sorry. It could be your friends, your family. Unfortunately, it is tough when it's someone who's so close to you oh my who, gosh. who make discouraging comments that hold you back from taking action. And some people can kind of give in to that fear. Exactly. Now, the I'll, other thing to do is jealousy. Yes. Obviously wow. from uh, people that are with you. Or, oh, my gosh. Uh, I mean, if you put down something and you say, listen, I'm going to go get this. And the negativity starts coming in because they don't want you to win. Laura, tell me a little bit about that as well. Uh, for people who don't want, want me to see me win? Yeah. It's a uh, strong comment that you just uh, said. This, extremely this strong. I, I agree with you, Paul, that that comment that you just made, um, Aaliyah, was so poignant and so relevant. It's hard right now at this time with COVID. Is that we're such in a, a condensed environment. P- folks who don't want to see me win, it, it's hard to see 
that when they're so close to me, either in proximity and or in my heart. Mm-hmm. It's hard to differentiate um, myself from um, that, that space. So um, Go ahead. I, I cannot even convey to you to what extent that's so relevant for, at least for a woman, that women can yes. be this. Women can be brutal. Um, surrounding, just go ahead. I'm sorry, I interrupted. Uh, surrounding myself with strong women like yourself that um, have my best interest at heart. Regarding taking action, um, there's a difference between what I plan to do and what I will do and what I'm doing. I said, I've said this many times. There's three frogs on a log. Two decide to jump off. How many are left? Just one. Run that by us again. We might not be math majors. Go ahead. Give it a I got barely got down to Russell. There are three frogs on a log. There's three frogs on a log. So we got three. Go ahead. Two decided to jump off. Okay. Two decided to jump off. That should leave. How many are left? Just that one that didn't jump. Three. They decided to jump off. They didn't do it. What's your action plan? Oh, snap. What's your action plan? That got me too. I got that algebra barely. What's your action plan? You can plan. You can plan to take action. Great. That's your plan. Are you doing it? Yes. I want to see the change. I want to see movement. I can think. I can. Analysis is paralysis. And Aliyah is a psychology major. I can. I can be all about. Okay, this is so great, and I'm going to analyze it. That doesn't serve me or anyone else in for my best interest. Absolutely, great point. Analysis. uh, Paralysis by analysis. Sometimes we could over. Think things and nothing gets done. You know, that was, gets that was me in undergrad. All right, tell me about it. Go ahead. So, okay, so I attended Norfolk State University where I got a bachelor's in communications. And I remember talking to my counselor just before graduation and I was telling him about all these ideas that I had. Like, oh, <laughs> on air personality and I want to just take this thing forward in broadcasting. And I was telling him all these ideas. He was asking me exactly what Laura was talking about. What is your action plan? And I was like, oh, well, well, first of all, hold on. I got to think about these things. And I got to think of And so, you know, he says that, you know, you have a lot of great ideas, but you just need someone to kick you on your butt and get you on the way. And that's exactly what go. it was. I mean, I even had an ex-boyfriend who told me, well, you're on the right track, but your train's not moving. <laughs> and I was like, dang. But that put everything in perspective for me where, you know, it was so important to move forward and take action. Now, I want to talk about that contract, contract making. I think that is so important to help somebody move forward because... Tell me a little bit about that. I'm going to slow you down for a second. The reason being, we got time, so I want you to go into this contract making to how you explain this to me. Laura, I want you to jump in and I want you to listen to this as well, okay? Let's let's see whether we can move everybody in here. Let me uh, pop this into the different camera. Guys, we had about eight or nine questions coming in as well. So um, tell me a little bit about this contract making that we spoke to in pre-production, Leah. Okay, so eventually I ended up in seminary school. Gotcha. Now, now before I was able to enroll and officially attend my first class, I had to sign a contract with the organization. And basically the school wanted to make sure that the students did not make the school look bad. (laughs) Because it was a seminary school, you know, they had certain rules that they wanted us to follow. So I had to agree that I wasn't going to get drunk. I had to. Laura <laughs> goes drunk? What? It's an amazing story. Go ahead. I had Go to ahead. agree that I, at I the time, it. I was single at the time. I had to agree that I wasn't going to be fornicating. How do you like practice, that? In practice abstinence. Wow. I had to agree that I wasn't going to use any illegal drugs. And, and in California, I was in California. And, you know, <laughs> they did want to specify that marijuana included. Don't, we don't want you smoking marijuana either while you're attending this school. So I had to sign this contract. Now, it was basically an honor system. You know, I could have just hid away from my classmates. Oh, they're not going to know that I'm smoking. They're not going to know that I'm partying like this or what have you. But... That contract made me hold myself accountable. When I signed that contract, I took it so seriously. It gave me that extra push that I needed to make sure that I followed those rules, whether anybody was looking or not. And that's how you build integrity. And that was so important to me 
to do that. So, so if someone doesn't have accountability partners or anyone they feel like they can trust or share their goals with, make a contract to yourself and write it down. It puts a little bit more weight on it. Write that contract down. Well, first of all, we already know when we write things down, we're more likely to accomplish it. Absolutely. That's true. And when it comes to accountability, you know, put something that's important in that contract and sign it. And that way you can hold a little bit more weight to yourself to make sure that you're following what you said you were going to do. I'm watching Laura's face. She's popping, ready to say something. (laughs) (laughs) I got to hitchhike on that a little bit. That contract making, that's extremely uh, important in action. Tell me a little bit about that, Laura. I'll put you right on the spot. Go ahead. I'm going to give you solo camera. You know, I had called to action. I'm done writing things down. All right? I'm done with with journaling, okay? I'm about putting stuff on camera now because if I'm on camera, I can can hold on to my journals. I mean, I I respect and honor and and totally appreciate what's said. I agree with it completely. I'm I'm, I can't. This goes faster than this. This goes faster than this. And this goes faster than this. So if I put it out there, you can't take it away. It's out there. Everybody can see it because I can't hold back. And so when I hear your, your music, Leah, and I, I hear your words, there's such an alignment. There's a congruence in that your, your, your intellect, your, your verbiage, your music, it's so that there is a connection between here and here, whether or not you go here and here, here and here, um, that the accountability, you're completely out there. I would, yeah, she moves it out in her music. It's her, um, It's everything. Yeah. Uh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, the accountability, I think it's one thing to put it on paper. You can say it, you can put it on paper, and you can say you're going to do it. I can sign it, no one else is going to see it. If you're going to put it out there for everybody else to see it, there's where the accountability. You're putting yourself out there. They, what know, do you think of that, Leah, as well? Because... Absolutely. Um, you sign it, you put it out there, it's in the universe, what happens? Well, again, I mean, we go back to integrity. I mean, we're going to have integrity challenges throughout our lives, and it builds our character. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, when we have a contract or we tell ourselves we're going to accomplish a goal and it's a, it's a secret goal, we're not, we're not telling anyone else, well, character and integrity means what are you doing when no one is looking? Do you have enough integrity to honor what you said you were going to do, even when no one is watching? Wow. Wow. You know what? When no one's watching, that's when it all happens. Laura, Gabriel wants you to smile, please. Okay? And look at Laura in her element. Thurston, how are you? Blunt honesty is the best. Thurston is that what an artist, by the way. He's a great ceramic artist out in uh, Nebraska. Please visit his website. This man is really good. Anyway, um, uh, look at this. Thurston is really going crazy here. Can I ask Leah a question? Yes. Sure, go right ahead. Let me just hide all this. Thurston, I'm going to take you off for a minute. Go ahead. What are your thoughts about branding? Um, I've, I've often heard, I've often heard oh, that your brand is what people say about you when you're not in the room. And what I'm hearing you say is, is such conviction with your integrity that um, it's one thing to put on paper. It's one thing you say you're going to do something. You're putting it out there in the universe. It's one song, universe, one song, universe, one song. And I'm hearing this song for the first time in the intro, and I'm all, what? And I'm all, yeah. And I'm hearing it, and I know it from before because you and I have a history. And so I know that you're valid and you have integrity. How can you, how do you communicate that? what you say is honest and true other than you put yourself out there. Yeah. It's so important to be consistent. I mean, no one is perfect and we all have our days where again, we can let people down, but it's so important to be true to who you are. And, and it's so important to just be honest with who you are because there are certain steps that sometimes we're just not really ready to take. Mm. That's interesting. Right. If we're not ready, we have to be honest with ourselves. If we want to change our lifestyle, if we want to change our life, we have to do it in small steps. We can't, we can't jump. You know, someone, someone told me I'm a jumper. And, it, and really, it's, I'm just a doer. 
That's really all it is. I'm a doer. And some people see that as a jumper. I mean, this is, um, you know, individuals who, who overanalyze and they're, right. they're scared. They're scared right. to, to take a step forward. You know, take small steps. It, it takes baby steps sometimes. Little by little, start incorporating what's important to you mm-hmm. when it comes to your, your morals. Uh, whatever whatever means the most to you, start walking toward it. Um, I, I believe, uh, I want to say maybe it was the Apostle Paul where he says that he hasn't obtained perfection, but he's pressing toward it. Oh, I love it. You know, that is really pressing, good. You're not going to ease on into a brand new righteous holy life. I mean, is is there's going to be some challenges. There's going to be some roadblocks and there's going to be some integrity challenges. I mean, Jesus was the only one who did who didn't give into the temptation. I mean, the rest of us, I mean, we, we can be weak sometimes and we can give into right. that temptation and we can have these setbacks. So it's right, so right. important to continue to press forward. How interesting. It's Apostle Paul. Uh-oh. <laughs> what? What? I just right. uh, Mary Lou Barber, putting yourself out there is brave and you're true to who you are. Those who are ready to receive you will get it. Mary Barber. I was going to ask. Actually, she's going to be one of our guest hosts coming up pretty soon. Very, very good. And it's none of our business after that. Put it out there. Oh, I love that. Putting yourself out there is brave. And if you're true to who you are, those who are ready to receive it will get it. We'll get it. Absolutely. And you know what? If they don't get it, you got to move on anyway. And it's none of our business after that. Mary Barber, perfect. Oh, that's a good point. That's that a good is point. Solid. Solid. Well, well, that's a good point because you know, oftentimes we attract who we are. Absolutely. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so it, it makes sense to say that those who are ready to receive it, they will receive it. Once we start living the way we want to live, we're going to start noticing other people who are doing the things that we admire, and we're going to want to get closer to them, and they're going to be attracted to us. Right, right. No matter where we are in our life. I mean, this is why you might see uh, drug addicts hang out together. This is why you might see uh, those who are homeless couple together. You know, there's safety in numbers, people say. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to move on to something as well, I think we had some really strong points there, by the way. I really, really do, I think. And I'm going to move out. And guys, you can give me a, a split screen three ways. Thank you. Um, I want to get into uh, something that is uh, about possibly helping somebody your success or not. Let's talk about that. How important is networking? How do we define networking, first of all, in the social media days, okay? Because before social media, when I was a young guy, networking would be hanging with your friends, hanging with your girlfriend, riding up and down the streets, waving at everybody, social media in that way. Um, But things have changed, obviously. But networking in definition might be the same. Aaliyah, how important is networking? How, how important is networking today? You got it. Well, this is a great question to ask all leaders. I mean, there are so many studies done where you can find how important networking is from the Forbes magazine to other scholarly resources. It's so important to network. I was interviewing someone for, for a class. Um, her name is Tasha Makia. She's an on-air personality here in Denver on KS1075. And I asked her this question. She says, if you're not ready to network, you're not ready to grow. Oh, man. It is so important. She says, Slow that down again. Repeat that slowly. Go ahead. If you're not ready to network, you're not ready to grow. Mm. It's so important. Even if you're tired, it can be pretty exhausting networking. I know Laura knows what I'm talking about. It can be so exhausting. Laura, you know anything about that? And I'm tired. <laughs> this, this, is, this is what comes. This is the result. Absolutely. This is her. This is the result. Absolutely. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Jump in. Chime in. Go. Okay. So the, the second thing that Tasha McKee told me from KS1075, she said, you never know what opportunities can come from a five-minute conversation. 
What? Whoa. Here Slow I am. Slow that down again. Thanks, Tasha McKeon. You were right. You know what? People, Laura, people make websites and spend hours and hours doing websites and this, that, and the other thing. Well, all it might take is a what? Five-minute conversation with someone. <laughs> she's, she's looking at me. You know what? Laura's making a beautiful website. Her content is, is somewhat holding her up. And I, I, I'm going to I'm gonna actually uh, speak to her on a one-to-one with everybody out there. She's a beautiful person. Let the content go. Put it out there. Get the action going. Let's move. Let's move. Because maybe it's the five-minute conversation that you came over today with somebody out in Brazil that is going to make something happen. We don't know that. That's the beauty of it. So networking, wow. Uh, I, I just, uh, Aaliyah, I, I have not heard those comments ever put that way. Uh, brilliant. That girl at, uh, what's that radio station that she was on? KS1075. Okay. Here in Denver, Colorado. And her name Colorado. is, I'm just curious. Her name is Tasha Makia. Okay. She's an on-air Brilliant. personality, has been doing her thing for a long time. She was on Sirius Satellite Radio with wow. Moni Love, and she was also in New York with Angie Martinez. I mean, she's wow. had a great career in, in broadcasting, and uh, she, she's such a supporter of women also. So, so I we got about that. eight more comments. Let's see what's coming in here. Um, gosh, everybody's like... <laughs> yeah, question? Oh, Sharika Gibson, how are you? We got to get a hold of you, by the way. Yes? Oh, Leah. <laughs> Leah, may I ask you a question? Yes. Go when, ahead. When you're networking, and um, uh, if, if do you ever feel a sense of it's uh, bubbling up, it's uh, visceral, and that you sense something is happening? And uh, have you ever, do you sense that? And if so, if not, Okay. If if so, how do you how do you work with that that energy? And not, not bubbling up, but an energy, a sense. Intuitively, you know how to move and how to groove with it. Where do you go with that? Where do you take that? You got that? Yeah. I mean, well, I would honestly say I I usually just go with the flow and talk to people. It's so important because again, you just never know where it's going to lead. Now, I was told how important it is. Whenever we want to attend a networking event, I don't know how many events we're attending these days. This is one. Unless, is unless you're, we're yeah, doing sure. one right now. Go ahead. It's so important to just, it's so important to just show up and be in the room, be seen, and come with an open heart, not asking for anything, not looking for something, but come with a willingness to serve. Mm. So when you come with a willingness to serve, you're just introducing yourself. You're lighthearted. You're not thinking, okay, I gotta ask this person this question. I gotta, you know, this is what can make someone either one, nervous, or two, it could be very off-putting to someone if you're coming with your hand out looking for something. It's so important to just be present and have conversations with people. And again, I mean, you'll be surprised at what kind of opportunities will be offered to you that you didn't even expect. So I would say, honestly, Laura, I mean, I I don't know if there's a vibe. I don't know if I'm I'm feeling anything. I'm just there. I'm just there having a conversation and finding genuine interest and other individuals and looking to see how I can serve them in their lives. Perfect. Oh, my God. So, it's in other words, what you could do for someone else, mm-hmm. not what you're doing for you. And that's the right. more we do that, the better it is. Absolutely. Quite frankly, that's one of the reasons why I do this broadcast. <laughs> why I've been doing this for over a year now. It's what we could do for other people, what we're bringing to change their lives, hopefully for the best. Uh, I, I spoke to Leah. There might be something we say today that uh, lives with somebody for ten or twenty years, and uh, the epiphany of hearing it from you or hearing it from Laura uh, or myself could change their life forever. Uh, that's the beauty of it. I'm going to go in. We're going to go somewhere else here. So uh, just bear with me for a minute. Uh, guys, if we can go on to, uh, wow, the questions are coming in hot and heavy. Oh my gosh. The people are, you know what? They're loving you guys. I 
Well, I think that's why it's called forgiving. Forgiving. Hold on, I need you to break that down. Wait, run it, run that again, oh, here, no, uh, sweetie. Go. I'm gonna put you on solo. Go ahead, you're well, on solo. Hit me no, with that. We're, well, forgiving, I forgive so and so. Forgiving, forgiveness is forgiving. Forgiving, um, relieving myself of any burden, and um, forgiving, forgiving. I forgive so and so because it's for giving. It's not caretaking. Forgiving. It's not caretaking. It's caregiving. Wow. We don't take care of someone. We give care to someone. We don't get. We don't. We're not, I'm for others. Uh, and what you said, Aaliyah, just so struck me is that I once heard. Um, I can't attribute the author. This is not mine. I heard it from somebody else. So Go going into a networking event is that it's not so much. I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous because I don't get nervous anymore because I'm there to receive. How much am I? What you said. I'm there to serve. And how much can I learn? Not I got to show up and be seen. How much can I learn? That's good. How much can you learn from being there? In a networking event, it's not like I got to show up and I got to produce and I got to perform. I got to pre-form. Then I want to do that. I want to learn. I'm saturated in academia. I'm there to suck it up. Scoot up, show up, and suck it up. <laughs> there you go. I'm going to switch gears here. So bear, bear with me for a minute. Let's flip gears. Um, I'm gonna, let me go to this one first. This is kind of interesting. Uh, Aaliyah, what are some of the recent topics that you have researched? It's well, not all you. Well, this is why I said it's hard to put me in a box. <laughs> okay, because in grad school, you know, your professor doesn't let you just stick to one topic and just write about that for the whole entire graduate you know, right. education. So most recently, I, I completed a study about the most useful ways a musician can become successful in the industry, right. which is so important right now. I also did research about aggressive acts. Hmm. I also have completed research about violence in video games. Hello. Which, is a, which is a big controversy. Absolutely. Has been for years. Yeah, and and interestingly enough, studies show that there is no direct connection between yeah. violent behavior and video games. So I just want to put that out there. That was a big misconception. That's, um, that's interesting. Uh, I also done research about how a couple can overcome infidelity. Mm-hmm. Um, interestingly enough, a little tidbit about that is that there's a lot of people who are dating online specifically to cheat. I know, right? There's a lot of cheaters online. I'm sorry to I'm say. I'm not going there. <laughs> Beware. And a lot of them are married. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to move out of that one for a second. <laughs> I'm going to flip gears. I'm going to flip gears with Aaliyah Watch for a out. second. Not only is she a musician, but she's a psychologist that helps musical artists as well as artists as well. Um, and we have that gentleman, Mr. Baker. I know you're still with me in Nebraska. I want you to listen to what she has to say about how, how can a psychologist help a music artist? Go ahead. Hit me. I'm ready. All right. So it was so interesting that just a few years ago, a study was done on 300 Brazilian performers. And it was found that about 40% of them experienced some type of stress, and all of them experienced anxiety. Hmm. So there's a big thing. It's called performance anxiety. Now, those who are performing, they can have a certain level of fear, nerves. It can really hold you back and overall affect your performance on stage. Mm-hmm. So, so it's so important to work with a psychologist because not only can we give you tips on how music can help heal anxiety, but also... Cognitive behavioral therapy is one of the most impactful ways on how someone can overcome anxiety. It's otherwise known as CBT. You know what? Okay. Talk about that real briefly. Uh, people don't know what CBT is. It's been around for many, many years, obviously. Uh, Laura, you want to take that? I'm going to throw that at you. Uh, sure. Uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. What are the thoughts that we tell ourselves and how does it implicate, implicate and influence our behaviors? And so uh, what's the connection between our thoughts and then how do we understand that 
how, how do our behaviors then um, replicate? It's like a, self, a self-fulfilling prophecy. What do we tell mm-hmm. ourselves? What we deem to be true, we then enact it to be true. Mm-hmm. It's self-fulfilling prophecy. Whatever I deem to be true, we recreate it. And so how valid is that? Um, I think Aaliyah can best speak to that. Uh, Aaliyah, right? go take that for a second. That's, that's an interesting point, especially when it comes... Not only... Um, I just got to say this as well. We're all performing artists every day, every single day that we get up. We, we, we fulfill a, a, a life of, of um, <laughs> what's that? Every, I, hey, guys, help me out with this quote. Uh, every world is a stage or every stage oh. is a world or whatever. Uh, yeah. the case every, act, every actor is a stage, every stage. Every, uh, life is a stage. I don't know. Forget it. Um, yeah, it's pretty close. It's Shakespeare. It's one of those. Pick one. It's Shakespeare. <laughs> Pick one of those, guys. <laughs> but, no, it's Shakespeare. Uh, what we do and what Aaliyah helps people, by the way, on a music, uh, you know, it, it entunes ourselves to our, our regular life. Even if we're not musically uh, talented, it has a lot to do with performance anxiety, correct? Am am I right? Absolutely. You know, and during my podcast, my first Friday's podcast is on the godcollection.com. My first interview. Yeah, we're going to go there as well. Go ahead. Now, I interviewed Jish Brittany G, and she was telling me about being fearful when she was up on stage performing. Mm -hmm. And just like Laura was saying, those self-fulfilling prophecies, sometimes we're so afraid, and it's the things that we tell ourselves. Something that was so good that she told me was, my enemy is my inner me. Uh, what? And All I was right, like, let's, yeah, let's, what? let's stop Sorry. on that one. I want everybody to listen to this. I'm going to, guys, take this off for a second. Hold on one minute. This is extremely, if you guys are still with us, and if not, you need to leave or whatever the case may be, that's fine. But I, 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 I want you to listen to this brief story we're coming into about, so you know, uh, about 46, 47 minutes. But I'm going to let you go on this. I, I, I want you to explain a story. Go ahead. It's all you. All right. So when I first met Jeesh Brittany, it was actually at a young adult ministry. And she was doing spoken word poetry. And it was a Christian-based piece that she was doing. And she had so much fire, so much energy. I just knew I had to meet this girl. And again, networking. It was so important because she and I later on ended up recording two songs together. So those will be coming soon. So she was telling me about how nervous she was just to get up there on stage. And not only did she come from two different worlds, where here she is in the church. That really wasn't her background, her, her family. They weren't wow. really into church at all. So it was, it was a little bit of a, it was tough for the confidence to be in that room with people who might have been born in the church pews, you know, born and raised in church. They've been there all their life. You know, they're like, oh, what are you doing here? You know, they call that a, a babe, a babe in Christ where you're just you're a brand new Christian. You know, she's talking about judging herself, feeling judged, not necessarily wanting to fit in, maybe wanting to be quiet, not knowing how to move in that Ooh. in that kind of atmosphere. And it brought on a certain level of nervousness and fear. And so she said something that was so good is that she just does it. She gets on stage and something about her just turns on. Turns she goes on. into this beast mode. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even tell that the nerves are there. But, I mean, inside she felt like she was shaking. It goes. You know, so nervous. But, but I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it. You know, when people, when you tell people who you are, they'll believe you. What? <laughs> well, stop there. Stop there. Repeat that again. Please. Tell people who you are. When you show people who you are, they'll believe you. All right. Listen to what she's saying. Everybody out there, and I know we got a good size audience today. They're coming in all over the place. Repeat that last sentence. Go ahead. When you show people who you are, they'll believe you. They will believe you. Wow. No matter what that is. If you. (laughs) <laughs> no matter what it is, they'll believe you. So if you're a little wacko, you know, you're coming up. You. You know, they're going to believe you. 
If you come off confident, you look confident, people will believe that you're a confident person. Absolutely. Tell me, you know what, uh, where is that one comment? I posted it up. Guys, bring that back again. Hold on one second. Oh, let's see where we can get this. That's it right there, Shrika. There we go. Enemy is my inner me. Absolutely. Oh, that is so dope, Sharika. You're, yeah. You're, you're, on, you're on the money uh, right there. Um, God, I, I just... <laughs> it's beautiful. Laura Cobb, look at this. You're doing your own comments. <laughs> all the world is a stage and all men and women are male the players. Holy mackerel. Donna, Donica, I love this. When you there you go. When you show people who you are, they will believe you. Guys and girls, this we are really, really knocking it out of the park here today. I, 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 I really have to tell you that. Everybody's so in Aaliyah, everybody's so in tune with you and Laura. It's incredible. It's it's just yeah. like you're on the same well, you're on awesome. the same channel. Well, I want to go somewhere else as well, if I can. Um, I, uh, let me just go back to one other thing here. Aaliyah told me, well, let's go this way right here. What is the number one thing an expiring artist needs to know? And then I'm going to go here after that. Okay. Let's go there. Laura, listen to this. This is kind of cool. Go ahead. So the number one thing an aspiring artist needs to know is how important it is to create deals for yourself that's beneficial. And this is beyond uh, the music. Ah, uh, let me tell you something. My father was an artist, but he was a businessman. That is what you just said. Thurston, if you're listening as well, which I'm sure you are, it, you need to be creative. But you need to go ahead, Aaliyah, hit it. You need to be a... You got to be a business person. Businessman, a business woman, business person. Because in the music business, I mean, people often forget about the business. It's beyond just the music. It's the music business. So you got to be about your business. And it's so important to create favorable deals for yourself if you're an artist. This is why a lot of artists get burnt out. Because they're making music and they're so talented and that talent can definitely set them apart from so many other artists that are out there. But the way you're going to be able to get the most out of your career is to knock on those doors, ask the right questions, be fearless and expanding your network. It's so important to talk to other people that you don't know already. I mean, this is why it's so important to network. And talk to new people. It's important mm -hmm. to talk to program directors at radio stations. It's important to build relationships with those who have record labels. It's important to be in the room and listen to the decision makers. Talk to those who are influential in the business. Even if you're not signing a deal and getting a record label deal with someone. Right. It's so important. These are your peers now. And it's important. So you have to be concerned with the business Absolutely. as well. Because we know from a creative standpoint that there's a lot of artists out there. There's no doubt about it. There's a lot of musicians. There's a lot of creative people. But if you understand the business of it and how it works, the inner workings of the business itself, the chances of you succeeding within your creative process is better, obviously. And you have to quit doing this. Uh, this is something that... Uh, Laura, I discussed this pre-production pre, uh, with Aaliyah. Let's go with this. What do we mean by stop hiding? Oh, wow. Okay, well, I didn't come out here to preach. Preach. <laughs> preach. I, I really didn't. That was not Do what you got. Do what you okay. got. Give it to me. Go ahead. Okay, well, I got to tell you, when I was at seminary school, I had such a great professor, Dr. Linda Marcel. And this was for a missionary class. I actually had to go out on missions and walk the streets of Inglewood, California, praying for people and offering salvation. And I was so nervous. I was like, I got to do what? Talk to who? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're going to get an F if you don't. So it's like, oh, my God. You better get out there and preach as much as you can. How to get out there. 
So, so interesting. I think it was day one of this class. We were all sitting in the classroom and she painted a picture for us that was so great. So she says, in the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve were created and Adam was given instruction to have dominion over the earth and you can eat from any tree that's in this garden except for the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Of course, after Eve was deceived by the serpent, she ate from the tree. She thought it was good. Adam, I don't know. He just went along with it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. Go ahead. Go ahead. This is why it's so important for women to do for themselves and know the word for themselves. It's important because Adam, he's like, all right, all you need to do is like, come on. Okay, so after, so after they ate from this tree, all of a sudden their eyes were opened. And Adam was hiding. He was covering himself, covering his nakedness all of a sudden. Right. He was fine before, but after he ate from this tree, sin was introduced into the world. It was over after that. And he was hiding ever since. One thing Dr. Linda Marcel told me is that God is looking for Adam. Adam was hiding. A lot of us are hiding from who we're really supposed to be who we were were really created to be. And it's so important to just uncover yourself. This is how we can also discover our purpose. When we say discover, it's about uncovering, uncovering something that's already there. There's no need to be fearful because what you have in you is already there. You don't need to build anything else up on top of yourself. Uh, You don't need to take on something else or take on someone else's other attributes in order to accomplish your goals. What you have, your passion, that spark, something that drives you is something that's inside of you already. And it may simply just be covered up. So to you, I would say, stop hiding. Stop hiding. You know what? That is probably about the best definition that I've ever heard of that. Okay? How that moves on. Let me see. We have 12 comments. Just let me go through this. I got to talk. It's burning through. Let's see what we got coming up here. Um, let's see. At Shrieker Net- Network, I'm a bit new to this. I've been like a little fish in a big pond. No, you're a big fish in a big pond. Aww. Taking a dive is so important even when it's scary. Be brave. That's right. Hey, Thurston, thank God for the tree of life. That's there too. Laura Cobb, whoa, <laughs> to what extent? Whoops, typo. <laughs> wisdom, the knowledge, Adam, to cover himself, to be seen. Don't hide from who you are. Let's see what Thurston, yes, expose yourself. Put your heart on your sleeve. Thurston, you are unreal. Thank you so much. Laura Cobb, we love what you wrote. Whoa. Felicia Million Johnson, out of the shadows. I love it. You guys are really hitting, hitting, wow. That's, I, I got to tell you, Alicia, Laura, what a combo. I got it. We may do this again with you guys. You are excellent. I want to do one thing. I want to draw back a second. Um, I, I have to get into how to contact people um, in terms of uh, if you want to get in touch with Aaliyah. Laura, you're going to give yours verbally because we didn't get a chance to do a production on that. Yeah, you'll find me on LinkedIn. This is her. Oh, okay. Not a problem. Thank you so much for that. Uh, You could contact Aaliyah. Aaliyah, explain what the God Collection is for me, as well as A-L-I, Ali Don, at thegodcollection.com. Believe it or not, you could call her. 213-330-5246. Tell me, yeah, tell me a a little bit about the God Collection. Okay, well, there's a typo there on my, my phone number. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. 213-330-5240. 5240. You keep talking. Let's see whether we can do that. Go ahead. All right. All right. So you can contact me at thegodcollection.com. That's a website that I created to advance the gospel. I was using my sphere of influence to advance the gospel, and so I rebranded at one point in time, and that's how the God Collection was created. Now, Ali Don is actually a registered trademark. So Ali Don is something that I had to trademark because it was an investment that I made in myself. 
Um, back to what I was saying earlier, uh, in order to avoid procrastination, it's so important to just work on what you know how to do first. If you need help with anything else that you don't know how to do, go ahead and ask the right people and get the help that you need. Another thing that you can do to avoid procrastination is make an investment in yourself. Invest so much to the point where you can't turn back. You've already put so much up there. Oh, so I love that. That's exactly you put yourself way out, way yeah. out there. That's right. That's perfect. That's exactly what I did when I trademarked Ali Donald. When I registered that as a trademark, it was basically an investment in myself. I actually started designing clothes. I started making all kinds of things. This is where you see this print right here. It's the God collection that I made. Um, it's a gift. It's a natural gift. Again, it's something that I didn't necessarily need to go out and seek. I mean, I learned later, years later, after I started sewing, that all the women in my family would sew. And it wasn't until my, my great aunt told me that. I, I don't know. I knew my grandma sewed, but that was about it. But uh, she told me about the rich history of seamstresses and designers that we had in the family. And I started sewing. I was making clothes. And lo and behold, people started asking me to make them things. And they were offering to give me money for it. So here we go. This is how I was able to discover my purpose. Hey, I like to sew, uh, but I do it for free. Yeah, I was doing it for free. Uh, I did it so naturally. Some people, they found it hard to sew, but it came so easy to me. It was like breathing. And then uh, people were willing to pay me for it. So I was like, okay, well, let me turn this into a business. And that's exactly what I did. So I went into USPTO, the United States Patent and Trademark Office. I was looking at copyrights i was looking at you didn't feel the patent office was too big for you hello <laughs> absolutely not i just went to <laughs> went into the frequently asked questions well what is, what is this what is the patent what's the trademark i didn't know i just went to the website i was able to read it and i was able to register my name ali don as a registered trademark and that was what i did to invest in myself to tell myself you know what this is beyond the hobby for me this is going to be a business and before Perfect. i knew exactly what i was going to do i was like i know i'm going to move this thing forward so this is the first step that i took you know what a lot of artists by the way musicians etc uh, don't even know where the copyright is or, or how it happens or trademark or so forth and so on. I have somebody that's raising their hand. Laura, were you raising your hand? <laughs> I Go don't. Ahead. I don't. Okay. So that's why you have other sources perfectly. One of the sources is obviously Leah. Okay. She knows about that. But also, oh, we lost Laura. Laura came back. There you go. But also, you, you, I'm going to ask you guys, thank you. Um, what she said was, once she invested in herself, okay, once she invested, she put herself out there and locked it down and made you go forward. You couldn't back down after that. Of course, you could change course or whatever the case may be, but once you made that uh, commitment, you're out there. Um, so, Ali Don is a trademarked TM. So, you can put TM right, at the circle end of that. Circle R. Oh, yeah, it's an R. It's, it's registered trademark. It's registered, yeah. It's R, correct, different. Uh, these, these are things that if you want to get a hold of Leah to get, get through there, please do because that goes with writing, website, it goes with anything creative, anything that you do. Um, could be copyrighted, trademark, registered. Also, if you have an invention, patent pending, etc. patent. People don't understand what patent pending does in comparison to patent, so forth and so on. But these are things that uh, I, I, I really have to say it's important that it was brought up because it's not only we are creative in our process, we have to be cognizant of the business of what we are doing and become a true business, lack of better words, entrepreneur of you, of what's important to you to make yourself go on and forward. I have to ask one question. Let me just put this, guys, put this up one more time. Uh, so it's the God Collection. Uh, I think they uh, changed that. Uh, hopefully we got it right. Allie Donna at thegodcollection.com. Is the telephone number correct at this point? Yes. Uh, perfect. One, two, one, three. 330-5240. We're going to go into the last question here that we do for everybody. Huh. <laughs> Hold on a second. 
believe she could have been all commitment. I love it. Commitment. I said my copyrighted, so I probably just broke some law. Perfect. Talk to a leadership. We have 11 through, but uh, we are really over time. We're moving over now, but Aliyah, I told you I we give you that time, correct? I yes. told you that. I committed that to you. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So let's go here for a second. Uh, what is the Aliyah? What is the big takeaway for us today? What is the big takeaway for our audience? Go ahead, and I never know what happens here. You got it. New Year's resolutions are a mistake, right? Stop, period. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. Repeat it. New Year's resolutions are a mistake. Okay. Hey, put a punctuation dot exclamation mark Whoa. on that yeah. because, quite frankly, what she is saying is the gospel truth. Okay. She's saying the truth right there. Repeat it one more time for us. New Year's resolutions are a mistake. Okay. Hey, Laura, are you with us? I'm here. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm like, preach. I'm, I totally It's a mistake. A misstep. It's a mistake. Mistake. Well, it's a New Year's resolution. It's a new year. It's a new day. Every day is a new day. You don't... You don't live once, you die once, live every day. Absolutely, absolutely. Here's here's a question for uh, just everybody generally. You don't have to answer this question. I just added this in. It's going to be on every show that we do in 2021. How are you going to make for a better world in 2021? That's not only for yourself, but it's for everybody. Contemplate that question if you can. And continue asking yourself, it doesn't have to be one thing. It'd be many things, okay? Let's try to make 2021, obviously, a better year than 2020. But what are you going to do? Not what am I going to do or what is Laura going to do, what Lee is going to do. It's what you are going to do out in the audience. Let me go through some of these uh, comments as well before we sign off. Hold on one second. Let's see whether we can get there. Um, I would love to chat about that, Aaliyah. How fearless. I live. Wow. This is really good Thank stuff. You. My kind of art can't be TM. That's okay. We'll talk about that if you want. Get with Aaliyah. Thurston is out in Nebraska. I'll post that up. And I love your noodle bowls, Thurston. Oh, look at that, Thurston. It's all good. Yes, you got it, Laura. Okay. There are ways to time, I guess. That goes to trademark. I don't know. But your noodle bowls are not. Yeah. New Year's resolutions are mistakes. Yeah. I'm just going through this. Be open to receive what your day brings you and go with it. Wow. There you go. Never quit. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. That's right. That is perfect. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I love you, sweetie. Wow, that is really, really good. Yes, be of service to yourself and others. That's right. That's perfect. Uh, we got the last one for the day. Wow, we, we've gone through so many. Thank you all. Know that self-care, self-fulfillment, it's not selfish. That's good. Perfect. Ooh, that's it good, Mary Lou. To the world in the best way possible to serve. Mary Lou Barber, thank you so much. Um, I, I just, wow, I, I, I got to tell you that I am uh, totally astonished uh, by the re <laughs> reception. It's been great. Um, I have to thank both of you, first of all. Leah, thank you so, so much. Thank you. Uh, you, you have been a, a, a deep movement. That's all I could say for me. You, you, you have. You've moved me. I'm sometimes <laughs> tough to move, okay? But you are, you are so uh, down to earth uh, in terms of how you view things, and, and I'm, I'm just... 
know that you have touched a lot of people today. You have. There's absolutely no doubt. You can go to sleep tonight, put your head on the bed, on the pillow, and say, God, thank you for giving me this opportunity to reach out to people. That was really, really good. Uh, and, and I thank you. Uh, let me bring in Laura for a second. Laura, thank you so much for dropping in with us. Thank you, Laura. Some gratitude for being witness to Sage. I have to tell you. We've been, I think everybody today has been witness to something really special. And I have to thank everybody for uh, tuning in with us. We'll see you, um, let's see, guys, what we got coming up? Hold on one second. Um, let's see what we got coming up. Oh, we got a, a healthy Friday coming up, uh, January 15th. Not going to tell you who that is. I'm going to let you know when the time comes. Uh, I want to back out, and um, is there any closing words? Do we have any closing words, Aaliyah, at all? Go ahead. I want to thank you so much for sharing this platform with me. It means a lot. It's so thank important. You. I appreciate you, Paul, and Laura, too, for making these connections, powerful connections. I, I want to say that could be the theme for this year, powerful connections. There you go. Take that from a girl that really moved me. I, I really have to tell you that. <laughs> I have to say that. It's not too often that it happens. Laura, any last words for us? Go ahead. Like I said before, I'm just in gratitude that I can be in witness of sage wisdom. And this woman is going places that I can't even fathom. And I'm just along for the ride and grateful to, to, to watch it happen. I, 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 I really i am going to flip off on three other things because this is going to close it for us. Here we go. Read it. I'm not saying anything. And read the last one. Oh, I love that. Wow. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you know, Mary Lou, that actually reminded me of an important quote for women. You Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, well you know, Paul, oh, you, you said you were going to ask me uh, what's the one important thing that a, a female artist needs to know. You ready? What's the one most important thing a female artist needs to know? Go ahead. Collaborations with men could be a potential waste of your time. <laughs> Sorry, not all men, but I want to say that there are men out there who will want to try to pretend that they're interested in your talent. They want to act like they want to help you, but they're really trying to help themselves. And they want to date you and or sleep with you. <laughs> so, so one thing that is so important for women to know is a quote from Jay-Z. This might also be the theme. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Do me a favor. Don't do me no favors. I'll handle mine. And on that note, I have to tell you, I thank you all. I thank our audience out there worldwide from Brazil. All I mean, they were coming from all over today. I thank you for our, our, our time. This has been the longest broadcast that we've done actually, in well over a year, uh, which is true testament to the guests, to the audience, to the synergy between those two, to the network synergy, and to the, the beauty of humanity. And I thank you both for being with us. Uh, stay on the screen. I'm going to end the broadcast. Here's one blessed comment coming in. <laughs> I love it. Guys, thank you so much. I'm just going to sign off. We're going to go three, one. Uh, Laura, stay with us, okay? If you're there, I'm going to end the broadcast. Well, that does it for another episode of the First Fridays Podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Make sure you check out all the previous pods at thegodcollection.com. And they're also on SoundCloud. And bring it back for another one. And another one. And another one. We out.